You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays lose to the New York Yankees in disappointing fashion. A walk-off homer in the 11th inning. Clint Frazier deposits an Andrew Kittredge slider with two outs, and that was the game by a score of 5-3. to three. Yeah, not, uh, not the game that you want to stay up till 11 p.m. Uh, yeah. on, on a work day, and then you get the, the rug pulled out from your butt. Yeah, you can't win them all. Okay, nope. so now it's 16 wins out of 18. Not not too shabby still. This isn't it, the 95 Bulls or the 2015 Warriors. I made no. that reference the other day, but again, it's <laughs> a little bit different with baseball. As you mentioned, any baseball fan knows you're going to win at least 60. You're going to lose at least 60. What you do with those other 40 games or so is the difference maker. So I, I'm okay with the loss because yeah. of, uh, of you know, just probability and, and, and the fact that you have to lose. But I did say yesterday, look out for the lefty bats. And mm-hmm. the Rays only had three hits and they were all lefties. It was Brendan Lau. Austin Meadows with, of course, his nice uh, two-run bomb. And Kevin Kiermaier getting his first bomb of the year. It took till June. KK, what's up, man? Uh, But that's nice to see. But that's it. Then the whole box score, you can see just a whole bunch of donuts. It's unfortunate because I think they had a handful of situations. And I'm not even talking about, like, you know, the ninth, 10th, and 11th inning. They had opportunities to score way earlier than that, and they just could not have that clutch hit. Yeah, the Rays were, it was really a a three true outcome game for the Rays, which they have really become known for throughout baseball. They had a lot of walks, just really a couple hits, not much. Homers and strikeouts and one for 10 with runners in scoring position. You mentioned some of those situations. I think maybe the difference maker, it seemed like as the game were on in the Rays inability to get hits or find holes. It was like, at some point you got to think the Yankees are probably going to capitalize on this and pull this right. out one way or the other, especially as they go to their bullpen with Chad green and Aroldis Chapman and so on. But I think one of what really could have been the difference maker was in the eighth inning with two outs runners at the corners, Joey Wendell hits a ball into no man's land and Clint Frazier that's his nowhere. best Randy Arozarena impression. And again, I mean, it was the night for Clint Frazier between that catch and the home run because that if that ball drops, you potentially could have scored two with runners going in that situation. And who knows where uh, the pitching would be at that standpoint. Maybe the Rays put together a little bit of a rally, but it was not meant to, meet, uh, to be with that. 
Well, that that's because you know you you got to be romantic about baseball, right? Like, right. what's that line from Moneyball? How can you not be romantic about baseball? Look, sometimes guys have you know storybook kind of days, and yesterday, unfortunately, it was Clint Frazier's day to somehow be good with his, his yeah. range and his glove. And then, of course, with the walk-off home run. So sometimes it just works out like that. But yeah, the inability to get that hit, that that one clutch hit, right. was was the main factor because they they definitely had men on base plenty of times. And you know, that's not even talking about with the extra runner on on, on second after the tenth and the eleventh inning. But yeah, I just uh, yeah, you, you got to lose yeah. it, and uh, it's okay. It's it'll again, be fine. It, there there were situations too where. Austin Meadows runs into an out. Gio Urshela makes some great plays at short. In fact, they should probably yeah. have him playing short more often where he yeah. robs Randy deep in the hole. Just things just weren't really falling. And at the end of the day, I mean, I, look, I guess it's going to go on Kittredge's record, but man, Kittredge has been dominant and clutch for the Rays all year long. Hopefully this isn't your first time watching a Rays game and saying, oh, Kittredge sucks. How could he do that? Uh, he, when, when the bullpen was battered and tattered and in its weakest form he was there to step up in any situation wherever multiple innings I mean he had he might still have you know some of the best numbers as far as a reliever goes on this team right now too and and, you know as people that talk about this team every day we have to sometimes nitpick when most people would not nitpick right on the recaps and on the preview we, we kind of try to you know highlight all of the players and Kittredge for this whole season we haven't said a bad thing about him and yeah. as people that nitpick that's kind of odd because it's June yes. 1st or June 2nd rather so yeah Kit has had an amazing season look those are going to happen. Those are going to happen. And I, honestly, this is probably the coolest you'll ever see me about a loss at Yankee Stadium. But let's because I'm trying to see it in, in the perspective right. of like, OK, after 11 games in Yankee Stadium, the race have won nine. Their mm-hmm. last 11, they've won nine. It's OK. It's going to happen now. I do want today's game to end up in a W because on Thursday, we all know who's coming and that's Mr. Garrett Cole, who wants that Cy Young in 2021, finally. So today is the most important day. You got to make sure that you get the split. You got to get that split as serious in New York. Speaking of aces, what did you make of Glasnow's appearance? A little bit messy at times, but still gets through the seven innings, quality start, so forth. Every time we talk about Glasnow, that the word ace comes up, Mm -hmm. that was ace type stuff. Dude was bleeding, bro. Dude was bleeding all over his pants, yeah. all over his, the, the 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 ball. I don't know how. I wonder if that work. has something to do with the yeah. ball because Luis yes. Patino cut his finger a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it has something to do with the seams, how tightly wound the ball is, maybe outside I, conditions as well, but you never know with that. Yeah, it, it was odd to me, but you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm glad Kevin Cash, you know, it, it must have been an understood thing between them and said like, no, no, I, I'm completely okay. It's just bleeding right. and I'm fine. Um, but like BA said, it's weird because like you have to like do something about the bleeding to kind of stop it. But the substance that you put on there can't be sticky. Right. Because, you know, that then you get in, in trouble with the ball and all that. But no, I think when I say the word ace comes around with glass now, that's the type of outing where nothing is really smooth. And yet you're able to provide. Yeah. What was it? Seven innings and three runs, uh, three runs allowed. 
that, that that's a stuff when you don't right. have anything kind of working for a couple of innings and you're struggling dude gave up two runs without actually giving up a hit yeah uh, like that's that i think that was right. a good outing by tyler glass now now not to nitpick but again luke voigt wasn't in the lineup neither was john carlos stanton or glaber torres but i mean that's really the the yankees prerogative whether to play a yeah. couple of those guys there i think voigt may still be out for a little bit but hey you, glaber they're, torres they're, everybody's a major there. leaguer on the roster so he, yeah and glaber torres is out there and maybe they lose the game because he he flops a couple of yeah. of, of balls that go to him with randy rosarena you know randy rosarena got stolen twice like you said by urshela if torres is out there okay yeah his bat is good but his mm-hmm. defense is poor uh, so yeah, I, I think Tyler did well. Kittrich, it's gonna happen. I think that most of the the, the you know Fire Eisen and Fairbanks, dude, yeah. Fairbanks just makes it so difficult to just like them though. I, I know a lot of guys. Makes, on, I mean Castillo <sighs> too. They have their moments. It's it's Man, very rare no, to have a Nick Anderson where it's time. like it's I every, like JP Fire Eisen has less trouble doing a one two three inning than Fairbanks. There, I said yeah. it. Although I mean Fairbanks may have had the getting the most impressive out or outs there with LeMahieu at the plate with what that was, was it, bases loaded. And of course, Brandon Lau has to make a good play too. Speaking yeah. of relievers, let's also remember Kittredge also had a tough situation in the 10th too. So <laughs> you wonder if maybe a pitching change here or there again, eventually I think it probably would have been the Yankees night. If the Rays aren't scoring with a runner on second and extra innings, Twice. one's eventually going to fall in for the Yankees having the right. home field advantage and so forth with that. So, uh, okay. Today's episode is brought to you in part by fully loaded chew. Fully loaded chew is tobacco free, long cut and pouches that give you the same pack dip, spit and buzz you're used to without tobacco. It's available in nine flavors. Fully loaded chew is made with all food grade ingredients and tobacco free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N. Just $1 in free shipping. If you use the code locked on at checkout, the next time you go for a dip, make it fully loaded shoe, fully loaded shoe.com. Okay, Ulysses, we got an email here from one of our dedicated listeners and member of our Locked on Rays podcast, Fantasy League, Chase Ross, who wants to talk about all stars. He says, I am asking you uh, because all star voting starts, I guess, today. How many Rays will be there? He has Glass now, his uh, Gators boy, Mike Zanino, Austin Meadows, and Randy Arazarina. Who is your Rays All-Stars for this 2021 season? Ulysses? Yeah, well, yeah. Voting starts uh, uh, June 3rd, right? So tomorrow. And, okay, and tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. But uh, I think Chase has the right names, but maybe – Unfortunately, for my bold prediction, maybe not one of those names. Uh, I agree with Tyler Glass now. You you can't not have Tyler Glass now yes. in in that Midsummer Classic. Uh, you, you got a two six nine ERA, four two seventy seven innings, and yet a hundred and six strikeouts. It's unbelievable what he's doing. A WHIP under one. Austin Meadows. You look at his line. That nine hundred OPS, really shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty nine RBIs, thirteen home runs. You got to have them. I agree with that. And yes, I do agree 
that the guy who is leading all catchers in home runs needs to be in the all-star game today. He said it. Oh my gosh. Ulysses, Mike Zanino in all-star before the season in a million years. Would anybody have predicted that? Oh my goodness. No, no, this was, this was a prop bet that you could have won a lot of money uh, uh, for, but look, this is the thing. If Austin Meadows, we can talk about his great power search, right? He's got 13 home runs in 187 at bats. You look at Mike Zunino, he has 12 home runs, so one less in 116 at bats. Yes. That's 71 at bats less. Yes, Mike Zunino is worthy today of being in the all-star uh, game. But like I talked to Chase privately uh, uh, on Twitter in, in the DMs, he slid into my DMs. Uh, I told him right now, yes, he still needs to put up one more month. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where it comes in because we know that Mike Zunino can have a hot streak. I talked about the Zunino week, the shark week. It's been two months. So that's, that's great. Even if right. he just goes down in production, gives you like 2019, 2020 type stuff, his overall numbers will probably be his best ones with the Rays ever because of this hot stretch that yes. he's run into for two months. But in order to be in the all-star game, he needs one more month like he just had in April and May. So uh, it's looking good. It's looking good so far. Those are my three. Unfortunately, I don't think Randy Rosarena in the American not quite can, there. Can, no, no, not in the outfield with the outfield studs that are there. No, it, maybe if it was a fan voting situation again, if he gets hot this month and people remember what he did in the postseason. But I don't. When I've watched them, when I've watched him this season, I see sure rookie of the year candidate, but that doesn't necessarily mean all star. I still would like to see a little bit more from yes. him with that. Um, as far as those guys, Glass now absolutely. A lock. I mean, the innings pitch too, I think is really impressive. The fact that he's up yes. there with Bieber Cole. In fact, he might lead the league in innings pitch right now. I don't know about the, the latest updated stats, but not many, not many pitchers out there have thrown at least 70, 71, 72 innings, whatever it may be with that. As far as Mike Zanino, I also agree that would probably, because it's a numbers game. You yes. look at, there's only so many all-star selections. It's not like it's a positionless thing. And right. if you look and play the numbers, there's a lot more outfielders that are hitting as opposed to catchers and hitting with the power and authority that Mike Zanino has. Uh, I would say, I mean, the the absolute lock for an all-star at catcher is Salvi Perez. He is in for sure. Correct. After that, yes. I think it's got to go to Mike Zanino. I mean, yeah, Christian Vasquez has a solid average, but the power numbers aren't there. Gary Sanchez having another down year. So I don't see how in any world he gets in. Also, if you just watch Gary Sanchez on like a normal baseball level, he's not a good baseball player. He can't run. He really can't really throw. He can't block. He can't frame. He can't hit sliders. Like he doesn't really do anything. He didn't really show it clutchness the other day either with that. So I don't, I don't see how anybody in their right mind can vote him in either. And and this is the thing about fan voting though, that it's kind of depressing because Yankee fan, that the Yankee fans are, 
there's there's just a whole lot of them and it's a worldwide fandom then it, it gets a little bit diluted there with the votes but yeah gary sanchez has yep. no business being in the all-star game i agree with salvador perez i think he probably is going to be the starting catcher for for the american league but zunino has his uh, has no. the advantage that randy rosarina doesn't which yes. is that surplus that i mean the outfield is just way too many candidates mm-hmm. there catching position he kind of has made a name for himself. And like BA said uh, constantly in the last week or so, he leads all catchers with way less at-bats yeah. in home runs. Even Salvador Perez, who's right at his heels with, I think, 10 or 11, right behind Mike. But again, with like 70, 80 more at-bats. So it, it, so you got to take that into account. I Here's the other up- thing with Zanino, too, that I want to mention. He also, with the amount or lack of amount of playing time he had, According to Fangraphs, he has the highest war among catchers in the American League. He also has one of the highest defensive ratings among catchers behind, I believe, uh, Maldonado and Trevino, and they're not all-star candidates. The, the framing has been there. I mean, everything. I think he also needs to get a couple bonus points for how he works with the, the pitching staff. I know that's not going to get talked about as much when you're talking about no. all-stars. They're just looking at offensive numbers. But if you just go to his stat cast page and you see, oh, he's also 98th percentile in framing. And we saw him steal some strikes yesterday too. That's another thing I think that also works in his favor too. Yeah. And the blocking of, of pitches is so important for, for, for those rays because they have so many breaking balls, the sliders, the curveballs that are on the dirt. He keeps them most of the time yeah. in front of him and, and, and that can show his defensive prowess too. But I want to go back to the innings pitch that you said you are correct. Uh, Shane Bieber leads all of MLB with 79 innings. Tyler Glass now is at his heels with 77. Yeah. So yes, Tyler Glass now, I, I believe he's got his spot, maybe not starting, but he definitely has a, a, a spot in that rotation. I also think Zunino has it. Meadows, it's going to be tough for him because again, he's in that crowded outfield position, but right. he's getting hot now. Like it's it, Almost every day he hits a two-run bomb. This is very akin to 2019, where it just seemed like he mm-hmm. just got off to such a great start for the game and, and, and then he put it away. 900 OPS? Yeah. Yes. That's a that you would you like to, to see the, the average raise a little bit, but again, league averages yes. are down across the board. And I, I think what also really helps Meadows in his favor this year is you look at the landscape of American League outfielders and the amount of quote unquote stars who are on the injured list and haven't played very much at all this season. Mike Trout, Luis Robert, Brian, Byron Buxton, George Springer. Those are, those are guys that normally would be in the all-star conversation in a normal year. But you knock those four guys out there. I think Meadows can be, what, maybe six guys, six outfielders get selected for the all-star yeah. game. I certainly think he can be one of those six guys. Unfortunately, I don't think that Randy's going to quite make it in there. Unless, again, if if Meadows or, or Rosarino, if one of those guys just gets crazy, crazy hot for June, then possibly. But as of right now, I'd probably, I would have to slip Meadows in there, I think, I mean, you look at, you know, some of the the guys out there that I, I mean, I just see where he can, he's one of the, the, the top six, I would say, if you look at the, the landscape of, of guys that are out there, you know, another guy too, that um, he's not going to get an all-star berth. I don't think, you know, in a, in a different world, maybe, but a guy that should get talked about more is Joey Wendell. I think that's a guy too, but the fact that you know, if he was maybe a pure shortstop, he would get more love. But because I guess they would list him primary 
third baseman that he's there's kind of a glut of power hitting star stargazing guys at that position. But if you look at all the metrics and what he's provided this season as as part as uh, in terms of value. Um, and but that's the thing about the all star, the, the, the yeah. all star business, though. That's the, that's that's the whole thing. It's there is no utility position, right? That you don't get points for not having a position, and that's unfortunate. We talked about that last year uh, or the year before uh, uh, with um, I, 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 I forget who, but the utility position shouldn't it be a a, a position worthy of of an all star candidate? You yeah, know, that, that you can slip in there. Uh, I not to you know put dirt on Joey Wendell, but you know I would also put Gio Urshela after seeing what he yeah. can do and at short at the shortstop position with that range and that arm. Yeah, I think that's a valuable player. Right. I think it's very valuable to have a third baseman that can you can just plug in at shortstop. That's pretty. That's pretty nice to have. So uh, Joey Wendell does that and more. Uh, it, it, but again, uh, he just doesn't. I think he has the numbers, but it's just a very tough. Uh, yes. Position when when you're talking in. about Moncada and Devers and Bregman and Ramirez and Seager, those are those yeah. are big names you got to compete with at that. Um, so it today. How many Rays All-Stars do you think, or how many All-Stars would the Rays have? The Rays not, have, not deserving, but who would who would get in as of today? Is it three? Is it Zanino, Glasnow, and I, I think three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And, and I think that's just a testament to the fact of, you know, you see other teams around the league, they might get six, seven in for being as good of a team as the Rays are right yeah. now. And it's it comes back to the some of the parts as, as opposed to the individual. And uh, performances, small market bias. Let's not forget yes. Joey Wendell should be in there, but he won't because people are like, who's Joey Wendell? And, and it's very unfortunate because yeah. <laughs> everybody should know who Joey Wendell is. Yeah. Honestly, I think people around the league probably look at Joey Wendell like, oh, he's like Mark Hanna, right? He's just, uh, you know, every day doesn't really, but he's no good, really, really good player. Uh, okay. There we go. So Chase, hope that helps you out. I just don't see how the Rays get for it. I don't. Maybe if Nick Anderson was healthy from the gun and uh, was pitching like, you know, 2019, then maybe he would slip in as a reliever. But I just, as of right now, I see three, but things yes. could change within the next month. It also could be something where Zanino drops off big time and Randy picks it up and maybe he slips in as well. So we'll see with that. Uh, have you guys heard about sports trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's amazing. Sports trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform. So check that out today. So Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. Again, this is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Head over to the website or use that mobile device of yours to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code 
Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, tonight's game is a lefty-lefty matchup between Shane McClanahan and Jordan Montgomery. What are you looking out for tonight? I'm bored of seeing Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees. My goodness, we never freaking missed this guy. So I know um, it'll be like, what, the fourth time we see him in, in 2021? And it's only June 2nd, folks. Uh, what I'm expecting, uh, Shane McClanahan was made his debut against yes. the Yankees in the playoffs. Okay. And, and At Yankee Stadium. I, no, I think uh, I'm, I'm talking oh, about the playoffs. The, yeah. In San Diego. Uh, so, oh, right, right, right. Wow. I was so, man, <laughs> seems like 20 years ago. 2020. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so, um, and it didn't go that smoothly in the ninth inning. He kind of imploded and okay. Nurse high, all that. This is his biggest stage since that, uh, since the, the world series, because it's Yankee stadium. These two teams mm-hmm. hate each other. They go at each other's throats all the time. So now he's into this. He's now just thrown into this battle and he's, in Yankee Stadium with those big right-handed uh, batters, uh, this is the biggest, I think, challenge for, for Shane yeah. McClanahan in, in his young career in the regular season. So I, I want to see how he performs. This is, you know, kind of keep the, the nerves down to a minimum. Like Tyler Glass now, I want a clean first. I think a clean first would really help him settle down. Um, and, and that's the biggest thing, man. I think Shane... Uh, has been through the the bright lights, but this is probably the, 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 the biggest start for his career in the regular season. He hasn't pitched in Yankee stadium with fans in attendance. I don't believe. So we'll see what happens with that. And again, judge Stanton Frazier, I would imagine those guys would be in the lineup. Um, And Shane, again, the Rays have sort of taken their time with him, a guy that they really haven't let thrown above 70 pitches. It's been five innings and we're pulling the hook on you, even if Mm -hmm. you're riding. And I wonder if that's going to be the same case tonight, considering what they did with Rich Hill on Monday against some of the strong righty bats at Yankee Stadium. It remains to be seen with that. I think the longest he's gone this season is five and a third. So I would imagine probably I would find it hard to believe to get that he gets through six, but you never know. It, it's, yeah. it's funny how it works sometimes. It, it's funny how it works sometimes. So yeah, maybe he's just cruising just like Rich Hill did. And they, they, they give him the ball for the six. Maybe the Rays get an early lead of three runs or more. And, and, and you can kind of uh, give him the ball for the sixth inning. But if I were a betting man, I would not, I would not say that he's going to be pitching six innings. Yeah. I would like that to be the case because then that that could only mean good things for the race. But I'll just put the bar at five innings. And if it, if it's five innings with one run allowed or less, that's a yeah. pretty dang good job. So that's what I'm hoping to, to see. On the hitting side, again, you're going to see the righties uh, facing Montgomery. My guy to watch today is going to be Yandy Diaz. Uh, I, I, you got Mr. Walk. Yes, Mr. The Master of the Walk. You know what the first thing he he did when he was born? He he walked walked out of the womb. I don't know. Yeah, he walked he walked right out of there. He and walked before doing, crawled. He, yeah, he walked right out of there. Got the placenta off him, and that's that yeah. was the first thing that Yanni Diaz did. Uh, look, uh, he's my guy, and you know why he's my guy? Because I need to see an Oppo bomb 
short right porch in right field from Yandy Diaz, kind of like the 2019 two bombs yeah. in the wild card game. I need mm -hmm. that to happen at Yankee Stadium for Yandy Diaz. He did it last year in, in 2020. Uh, he went oppo. Uh, in Yankee Stadium, I want that to happen again. I need it. I need it so does, bad. Does Wander Franco hit a big league home run this season before Yandy Diaz? That is the question. No. Okay. No. Kevin Kiermeyer hit one before Yandy Diaz this season, and he's had two <laughs> injured list stints and is Again, not short right porch. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a lefty it, too. But we know how Diaz so goes the other way, but it's usually a ground ball. The other way between the yes. first and second baseman. So we'll see. Maybe. Who knows? It's happening it, tonight, baby. It's happening okay. tonight. Book it. Phillips got has gotten a couple before him. Heck, Duffy would probably have one before him as of right now <laughs> if he was still on the team. The other thing with Shane, I think maybe the other deal with him going sort of a five and dive deal is not really having a third pitch fully developed as yet, you know, trying to find the strike zone with the change up. The curveball, it's, you know, it remains to be seen with that. In fact, he's actually throwing more sliders than four seamers right now. So that's yeah. kind of an interesting development with that. Uh, yeah, it would be nice because he does have that curveball and change up in his repertoire, but he just doesn't use them as much. So again, just like last, last uh, week I said this, I'm going to repeat it again until it becomes true. I would like that the pitching percentages, the, the, the pitching specificity, the types to kind of even each other out. Yeah. Not so many sliders, just kind of use a little bit more of that curveball, use a little yeah. bit of change up because you have the toys, you have the toys to play with and don't become a Tyler glass. Now, 2019, 2020 guy, two pitch guys yeah. that don't become a reliever, man. Right. You, get, I, you have the toys. He's still young. And, and again, it might just take time to really feel comfortable developing those and having the command and control with that. I mean, you can say you've got six pitches, but if you can't locate them and can't really spin them like you want, then you should just scrap them and, and go with your two and then take the off season to fully develop them. So I, I'd rather honestly him, if he doesn't feel comfortable throwing those in various counts, then just scrap it and see what you can get by with that and just take the off season to see if you can develop it from there. But who knows, we might see, um, or, you know, if you're more comfortable with one than the other, just scrap the other and, and go with the three and, and take it with that. Uh, before I forget, do you want to, do you want to mention, uh, I, I am remiss if I do not mention this, that, uh, the fantasy league, I, I uh -huh. as much as I was bragging yesterday there about he in first is. place and yes. I'm going to win the league and it's going to be, uh, uh, a landslide. I do want to throw out that Joshua Garner, dedicated listener, Joshua Garner did barely defeat me a couple weeks ago out of the St. Pete division, 15 to seven, 15 to 17 was the score a couple weeks ago. And he is firmly in second place in the St. Pete Kevin. division, trying to get on my heels, but I do want to throw that out there. Yes, he did get a W against me. It's been a really good battle so far this season. And he very may well uh, come out as the uh, non-locked on Rays host to win this thing or come in third or second or whatever it may be. And he may get an appearance on the show uh, the way it's standing right now. Kevin, I'm proud of you. You are a better man today than you were than, than you, you were yesterday. So I'm I'm proud of you, bud, to admit defeat. That that only just shows me that uh you're 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 great. There you go. Good. Yeah. You lost. It's okay. We all lose sometimes yeah, hey. in fantasy. It's okay. I know that. Get, get nervous, guys. Get nervous because I just picked up Alex. How do you pronounce his name? Kiriloff. Uh, off waivers from oh the twins. God. I dropped Justin Upton. So watch wow. out. I had watch Upton. Out. He just, he's not good. 
Yeah. He's giving you a little power, but I mean, he's batting like at the Mendoza line, not really providing much with that. So again, I'm making waiver moves here left and right. I've got, I I don't know what else. I I don't know if my team can be improved quite frankly. I feel like the Rays right now. It's like, I mean, we're doing pretty good right now. So let's just see if it it stands up. But again, shout out to Joshua Garner for what he uh, did against me a couple weeks ago and what he's done uh, so far this season. With that, that'll wrap up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.